0: We can
1: Good evening, everyone. My name is Anchi John Terrier. and this is uh, one of the episodes from what we call Ring Talk. And today we have uh, an awesome guest as usual. His name is Robbie Lavoie. He is a world champion in karate. He's also a student and instructor of the Douvres Martial Arts School in Ottawa and around the world. And He's also a new father. He's got a two-month-old little boy named Daxon. So without any further ado, we're going to start, okay? Awesome. Thank you for having me, sir. My uh, pleasure is mine. Okay. How, how many years have you been in martial arts? Uh,
0: I started martial arts um, at the age of five, so about 30 years now.
1: Wow, 30 years. Yeah. And always with uh, Mr. Duveris?
0: Always at the, with uh, Mr. Duvers. yeah. Uh, it's always. a good school. It's, it's a really, an awesome school. Yeah. yeah, it's great.
1: I remember him when he was fighting <laughs> in tournaments and yeah. as a colored belt. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's oh, that's crazy. That's really cool. He was awesome. So tell us a little bit about your background. We know you started at five, and let's go from there and give us as much as you can. So, so I started martial arts when I was
0: about five years old um, with Mr. Duvers and at Duvers Martial Arts. Um, I guess uh, I fell into like kind of the trap where um, the Ninja <laughs> Turtles was super popular I wanted to be a ninja turtle man and uh Michelangelo is my favorite and um yeah I just I fell in love with it I was just really comfortable with it and stuff like that and then um I just started I I I felt good at it and I just felt really calm and at peace and like even as a kid like um I I was really hyper kid and it just was like kind of like the one thing that Actually kept me calm when I was a kid, and I always always really looked forward to going to class and stuff. And then um, I think I was about I was nine years old when I got my black belt, and then um, I started competing a little bit when I was nine years old. And um, I tried out for Team Canada that one year, and I didn't make it. I I, I was I got like fourth place or something, and uh, kind of lit like a little bit of a fire under my butt. And um, from there on out, I just I trained super hard and just I I just really loved it like I was never really I was kind of a shy kid I didn't really like uh, like to talk very much and stuff like that but I just felt like I was able to when I was sparring and training and stuff I felt like I was able to express myself a little bit more and stuff like that and yeah I just just fell in love with it at a young age man and just never really looked back
1: you know not making the team at nine years old is a blessing
0: sometimes. yeah absolutely yeah
1: that you work so hard yeah to
0: absolutely
1: and once you'll get there you'll say i gotta work harder to stay e-
0: exactly there. yeah and it was like kind of like a learning curve too right like and i'm actually i look back and i was actually i'm really happy that i didn't make it um just because like i feel like if you get too much too young like yeah too much too soon and you don't really realize like how much work and like effort and discipline and sacrifice once you're a little bit older too right um that it takes to yeah to excel at whatever you choose to do in life
1: but you know what it it, it is great and you have to remember too that now at 35 you can talk about being nine years old not making the team yeah so when one of your students yeah. Does not make the team, you absolutely. can say come here buddy, I want to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. I'm world champion, but I was not given. Yeah, a absolutely, world champion. I have yeah. to
0: work to get yeah, there. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely and like I'm sure I'm I, it's happened like some of my students are upset after a competition and stuff like that and like they're like uh they, they they see me like now, and they they see me doing well at competitions and stuff. And they're like, "Oh, did you ever go through this?" I was like, "Man, all the time." I was just yeah. like, I tell them when I was nine years old, and like even now, I I still lose, man. And like everybody loses, your wins and your losses, and like doesn't define who you are. What defines you is how hard you work after those setbacks right. and stuff
1: like that. You know, I think I've seen you compete in a f- many many years ago. Uh, but I saw a couple of videos of you training in action videos, you know. My God, you're fast. <laughs> thank and, you. And there's two things, like there's three things that really, really that I grasp. I'm a fan of martial arts. It doesn't matter what they are. Yes, and sir. of athletes that gets there. Okay, yeah, I, yes, I, I don't mind the white belt that's starting, never yeah. makes it. But when I look at champions, you have a timing that is incredible. Oh, thank you. You have speed that is, I mean, you're you're a salesman of speed (laughs) man you're so fast and also is that you have determination to score and to win how did you develop that speed
0: That, that speed is just through like cross training and just like working on the little things like lots of hill sprints different like resistance trainings and stuff like that and um yeah it's just just hard work man that's what it comes down to is like um just nothing super specific just certain conditioning stuff certain hill sprints just different kinds of trainings and stuff like that too
1: you know back in the day and i'll speak let's say with master john duvris back in those days competition was good was solid but so much different than today
0: yeah absolutely and
1: today the champions of today would beat the champions of yesterday i know that i know that because based on speed and based on timing but also it's you mentioned the the magic spot it's the cross training yeah it's a big difference i go back to 1962 training when i started and you didn't even have good mats and whatever you did was all basics you know yeah. it, you had no strength training you had nothing for speed you had nothing to make it a go and to make it happen so when you look at everything else that is coming on so you did that now timing no. how do you work your timing
0: oh man oh, that that's a tough one because timing you can work different like reaction drills when you do it when you're working with a partner and stuff like that um I felt like I feel like my timing just um just through experience through experience like looking at things and like um just breaking things down like when people when people bounce a certain way you kind of watch how their feet move or move a certain way and just like that that for me just came over time just kind of just studying a little bit just studying watching people's body movements watching people's body languages and just uh yeah just working on it like day in and day out and just reading people's body language just really helped with my time and growing up and stuff like that too
1: you know back in the late 60s 70s i used to sit down with the with the, the old guys then you know and we'd say things uh you know, one day uh, karate is going to be a sport where people get paid and they compete. Well, I guess that that became MMA and kickboxing, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and some karate, you know. Yeah, and stuff. of course, yeah. But George Sylvain, who was one of my teachers, yeah. said, "I'd love to be a fly on the wall in t- 50 years from now oh, and see yeah. how good they are now, yeah. fast and strong." That's where we are now. Yeah, we I are guess. 50 years. Yeah,
0: old. yeah, wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah wild. I think that that's uh, that is
1: big. So, you've done a lot of competition. Yep. You've competed in all over the world in many different places. How many titles did you win? Um, I, I I've won a fair amount. Um, I don't
0: I don't really count my titles and stuff like that. I know um, I went to the men's division. In 2003, I was a little bit underage. I just kind of snuck into the 18 and over division. Um, I think except for two years since 2004, I've won every year at the a cha- gold medal at the World Championships in sparring, except for two years since 2004. Holy smoke. <laughs>
1: Wow. Well, congratulations. <laughs> now, Thank you, sir. That's a record that's going to be hard to beat.
0: Ah, oh, we'll see. There's some think, talented individuals coming up now too. Like just like you said earlier, just like yeah. each generation, like of the sport and any sport you look at, the next generation it's, it's, is yeah. getting better. You know, and um, and you take what you get from the last generation, you build on the generation you're now then the next generation learns from the previous, and then just keeps excelling too, right, so er every generation, I hope my students um, have more success than I have ever had, you know, and like, I hope they get, like, all the, get to do all the cool stuff that I've gotten to do, gotten to travel, gotten to compete, making all these memories, you know, I just, I hope that some of my students can have some of the fruits of my labor, and just, like, yeah, just have fun like I did, and just make everlasting memories in their lives.
1: You know, when you mention that fun, the, the the camaraderie, the brotherhood in martial arts, you, you might compete with somebody, but when the when it's over, it stays for many many years. Absolutely, I was never a, a competitor. I, I tried; it was not for me, yeah. and uh, I knew I was never going to be a Robbie Lavoie of the world. <laughs> so I did something else. I became. Good at coaching and stuff. Yeah. But I made friends. Way, way back. Yeah. And now I, I'm in a certain age in my 70s that uh, those friends, some of them are still around and yeah. we are friends for a lifetime. Absolutely. You know? and, yeah. And that comes from what you do. So you mentioned you hope that some of your students are going to be better than you. You got any good prospects? Yeah,
0: there, there's a, there, honestly, we're, we're, we're blessed at Duvers. We have a lot of really good up and coming uh, students on our competition team. And um, yeah, I, I hope they all become better than me um yeah there, there's a lot of them that are really good and yeah they they it's going to be their their time to shine come come next week i'm really excited to watch a lot of them compete and
1: stuff and like a lot that. of them are ready for the the big tournament like they they're gung-ho they're hungry yeah
0: absolutely yeah they've been training really hard I just I just finished sparring with a bunch of my students right now and stuff like that and they're all looking really good and I'm really excited for their future and to watch them compete and do what they like to do next week
1: and when we speak about next week this is pre-recorded so we're looking at the world championship in Florida yeah the world
0: championship the world the WKC world championships in Orlando Florida yeah
1: what a nice place to be at this time of year. Yeah, so, I can't complain.
0: Know? I'm going to soak in some sun. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That, that is one of the best things. Now, if we speak about your students that are coming up, how many are on your team going to Orlando?
0: Uh, from the competition team, from Duvers, maybe 15, something okay. like that, about okay. 15 well, or so. Yeah, I don't know. That's a
1: good team. Yeah, it's a good little size. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So it's good. Now, if we look at your fights, who's... <laughs> You said that you, you watched and you learned like for, for body movements, for speed, for timing, for everything. Who's the guy that you look up to that were that good and that you've learned?
0: Um, yeah, when, when I was growing up, especially as a teenager, I got to train with Dominic and Fortunato, Aversa all the time. And man, um, they were great mentors. They're like big brothers to me, you know, like I remember when I was about 14, 15 and, um. I would just finish school like every like tuesday and thursday or wednesday um i would go to their karate school around 7 30 at night i'd help them teach their last like class or two and then we'd literally sit in the karate school and train from like and i was only like 14 or 15 at this time i still had to wake up for high school the next day i was in like 10th <laughs> grade and we would train literally from like 9 p.m. to like midnight like twice a week and then like we train for a couple hours and we'd sit and talk and discuss things and just like listening to those two um yeah as growing up I w- it, it was incredible and uh, getting to learn from them w- was awesome and then um getting to learn from uh Raymond Daniels and being a teammate of his and Jody Tension as well too um I couldn't ask for better mentors growing up. Mr. Duvers was always great with me too, helping me constantly. And yeah, I owe all my success to to the people that helped me man it's just i work hard and I, I sacrifice and train and stuff like that but it wasn't if it wasn't for those handful of people man i don't know where i'd be you know you gotta you gotta help, thank the people that helped you get to where you are and those are the five people that really helped me get to where i where i am today
1: and you know those guys were giants in the sport yeah absolutely and when yeah. you sit with giants you become a giant I, it, <laughs> it, it rubs yeah. off on you yeah. it really, it really does you know i i've been uh, uh, I've been fortunate because I've been sitting with some of the elites in all martial arts almost. And you listen to their approach mentally, and you listen to their stories. And every story has something fantastic that you can pick up, you know. It is good. Yeah. Well, you know, yes, when you speak about the brothers. I know them. I'm a yeah, big fan of them also. They're fantastic, you know? and I,
0: I still talk to them to this day and stuff, too. I, talk, I actually spoke to Dominic the other day on the phone, which, which is awesome.
1: Well, the next time you do, tell him I say yeah, hello. Yeah, yes, sir, you know? I will. They, and they are such good human beings. Yeah, right? They absolutely. were great athletes, good human beings. Absolutely. You know? Talk to me about some or one or two of your toughest fights that you had. The
0: toughest fights, um, there's, there's a lot. Um, <laughs> but um, – Raymond, fighting Raymond Daniels and Jotty Tension.
1: You well, fought Raymond Daniels? I
0: fought him a lot of times, actually. My God, yeah. this guy's good. He's incredible, man. Fighting him is really, it was always super tough. Uh, and fighting Jody is just, their intelligence levels and, like, their yeah. fighting IQ and intelligence, man, is just, it, it's off the charts, man. And it's just always super challenging, super hard, and it just makes you better at the end of the day too like i find that no matter who you fight and like who you compete against um makes you better in one way or another even if they're not even if you win that fight there's always a couple things that you can take away that you're going to need to work on you know and just like when you go to a certain competitions like everybody's a high level athlete high level competitor you know and like you know, when, luckily, like some days I'll, I'll get the win. Some some days I'll, I'll I'll take the loss. But I always gain learn learn something from that at the end of the day.
1: You know, um, there's a kid that came in for training with us for five weeks. He's from Toronto, 22 years old for kickboxing. Yeah, yes, sir. He, he's not really a kickboxer. He's a good karate instructor, and he does karate sparring. Not yeah. at your level, but. He's okay. Nice guy, really nice. And he came in, he trained with Greg Pollock of the Gladiator for strength training. Awesome. Who who is very good. So we told him they need some of this, cross training. And he trained with Jean-Yves Theriault. And with Ben Ledoussa for kickboxing training. And on the weekend, the guy sparred. Yeah. And I was not there the first weekend. I said, I'm going to explain to you one (laughs) thing. When you spar Saturday in Gatineau, keep your hands up and every mistake you make you'll pay for it yeah of course yeah and sunday when you spar on bank street every mistake you make so fine so i see him on the monday because i come in to do my workout with the gladiator and i said how was your weekend he said i paid the price all weekend (laughs) i learned yeah of course and the last weekend that he left he said uh I'm not paying the price as much. Yeah. So that was my input. I mean, I'm not the coach. You know, he's got two good coaches. But he learned because he was sparring with people that are better. So yeah, like, of course. Yeah. It's like you were saying, yeah. you know. So that is good. So when, when you look at, at, at some of the best fighters that you fought with, well, I mean, fighting Ray Daniels is yeah.
0: My but, yeah lord. Yeah, that it was, it was tough, man. Well, Super now,
1: tough. Now, who's your best coach you've ever had?
0: oh man that's hard That that's really hard to say like um like training training coaches like mr duveris um Jody. i got to coach be coached by Jody. I got to be coached by raymond so those three are probably the best coaches i've ever had mr duveris Jody tension and raymond daniels so I, i've been really fortunate <laughs> to have well, being you, coached by those three humans well,
1: those are are definitely great coaches and and they all bring basically the same, but a little touch yeah, difference. How how
0: they approach things, a little bit different, right? Like, Mr. Duvers is about, like, aggression, just kind of things. Raymond's about more offensive tactics. Jody's more about counter tactics and stuff like that. But they all bring the same the same kind of principles, just... They just word things a little bit differently.
1: Well, you know what? It's uh, it's nice to hear that because now you're 35. How long are you going to be competing for?
0: I don't know. No no idea. Like so sometimes uh, I really still want to do it, and other times it's just it, it's tiring, man. It, it, like my body still feels really good. It's more like good. like my mental you know what i mean it's just like some days like it's hard because i've been i've been successful like for a good amount of time you know and just like always trying to always having pressure on my back every competition you know it's just like some people can go to competitions and just have fun at competitions and if they get a second place like nobody bats an eye i i get a second place and
1: people say, people
0: start talking junk, it. you know so yeah it's a little bit different it, it, it's mentally exhausting at times and like i still love it and i i still i still have fun competing and stuff like that but i don't know i don't know we'll, we'll see i i've thought about it before and we'll, we'll see maybe another couple years another okay. year or two well i
1: i hope that you stay until you feel like it. Yeah, absolutely. The day you yeah. don't, that's the day yeah, out, you don't. Know. Yeah, absolutely. I remember Shaif Terio coming up to me and he said, uh, I, I got one more fight in me, book it. That's going to be my retirement yeah, fight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he retired, and um, about a year later, I was offered, I was his manager, so they offered him, through yeah. me, an incredible amount of money to yeah. do a fight. And is his answer very casual oh no I'm retired they didn't think about yeah it, I'm retired. yeah you know yeah. and uh, and that's when you know when you retire so when you do retire yeah what's your plans just just help help the next generation
0: man Good. just yeah. I'll always forever be in the sport the sports my life and um yeah just just teach and help the next generation
1: I saw a video success. recently I think it was on Facebook. You were coaching some of the younger guys coming up at Duvris Martial Arts. Yeah. You're a good coach. Oh, thank you. I you're appreciate a good it. Thank you're, you. You're a great athlete. For me, is that it's like um, I'm a big hockey fan and I yeah. can watch the best series and the best stuff. I enjoy it. But martial art is, is in my soul. You yeah. Yeah. So, but well, I'm glad that you're not going to quit and become no, an absolutely. accountant.
0: Right? No, yeah, numbers aren't my thing, man. That's more my family's thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and your occupation. What do you do for occupation? Oh, I
0: just, I just help teach head instructor and uh, help will teach so at then, Martial Arts.
1: Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to tell you a little secret because your occupation is martial arts. You're world champion. You're going to retire. We're like the mafia. You can't <laughs> leave. You can't leave, <laughs> you know. Oh, so that's uh, funny. and And there'll be a day that take in everything that you've earned you know you're the world champ people see you and it's like you say when they call your name to fight in ring number seven everybody's eyes are on (laughs) ring number seven so uh, so that's going to go there you know um do you have a hero or role model over the years that you've seen and in Ah. martial arts aside from one of the turtles
0: uh no there there was people I looked up to when I when I was competing and stuff or when I was younger and stuff just like Mr. Duvers the Aversa brothers Raymond Daniels and Jody Tension. I re- I re- always kind of wanted to yeah just wanted to okay. though, I always watched those guys a lot when
1: I was younger and just yeah put us through a routine now you're training for the big fight yeah I don't know how hard you're going to train until you leave. Yeah. But let's say now that you're training for the world champions.
0: Yeah, like a training camp kind of thing. Yeah. yeah Put so, us through that. So, um, I do, I'll, I'll, I'll just kind of say what I do throughout the week. So I'll do like three different, like three days a week, I'll do a drill session, like about an hour to hour, 20 hour, 30 minutes. Um, I do strength and conditioning twice a week on top of that. I spar twice a week. I go for two jogs a week and one hill or sprint session a week too. That's so great. just throughout the day, throughout the week, and depending on how my body feels that week, cause I am getting a little bit older. So my body yeah. doesn't recover as fast and stuff. So either I take one full day off and just do like hot tub, cryotherapy, just like recovery stuff and or take a second day off if needed and stuff as well. So either one to two days off and just, yeah, but that's basically what I, I do
1: yeah. throughout the week you know, and stuff. You're intelligent. <laughs>
0: when
1: your body tells you, yeah. don't do anything today, go in the hot tub, don't yeah, run, yeah. don't spar. Yeah. Do your class if you want. Yeah, you that's know? it. Yeah, I just and, teach. And, yeah. and that's it. You know, Stretch, it's like, yeah. Uh, like uh, all the top athletes, you don't have to push them. You really don't yeah. have to push them. But they know. And if somebody says it's going to push you, mm-hmm. you, that's where you get hurt, you know? Yeah,
0: get hurt or just like, yeah, or you just regress, right? <sighs> like you just take a couple steps backward rather than going forward. You know, you're going to tire yourself out, right? So, that's right. I learned that through the years. You
1: spoke about good training routine, cross training. What about nutrition?
0: Nutrition. Yeah, I, I do really good with my nutrition. I eat about five times a day kind of thing. That's good. Um, a lot of chicken and rice, fish and vegetables, sweet potatoes, eggs, lots of eggs. Um, I don't always eat really well, but, but well, like, yeah. For, yeah, 85% of the time I eat really well. And, like, I have one cheap meal a week, and it's usually pizza and chicken wings, And that's man. a good one. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite, pizza and chicken wings yeah. once a week, man. It just, yeah, I've always... Um, always been really light and stuff like that um i always never really been worried about making weight and stuff but i just feel better when i eat well constantly yeah. more energy i sleep better so
1: my grandfather was about your size yeah he lived to be 101 years oh, old oh wow that's his incredible. name was sam he was a hero in my life he was a, always a good sense of humor and he ate five, six, seven times a day, yeah. but little meals.
0: Yeah, that's little exactly meals, what I you do. Know? Yeah,
1: and he would say, "You eat when you're hungry because yeah. you burn it."
0: Yeah, of course. You know?
1: Yeah. Like for me, the thing, and and I had this discussion with Master John. Not discussion, but we're about the same. He's back training hard. Yeah, and he, he looks is. good, yeah. man. He looks yeah. really yeah. good. And what he has to work on is nutrition, <laughs> and I'm the same. <laughs> yeah, you know? he
0: always t- says that to me too. Yeah, he always mentions yeah. It, it, it. Yeah. It's,
1: It's crazy, but if you can control that, you're going to be much better, (laughs) much better. Now talk to me about somewhere on the planet, there's another Ray Daniels coming, there's another Robbie Lavoie coming, there's another superstar, who would that be?
0: Um. Right now, man. Um. Bailey Murphy. From uh, he's on team straight up. He's absolutely incredible. He just won the diamond ring last week, and he
1: and fighting
0: in sparring. Yeah. Hit him and Elijah Everell. Uh, he's uh, Elijah Everell is one of my teammates. He's uh, in England, and uh, yeah, those those two are doing fantastic things out there man and doing really really well and yeah they're both great he- people and elijah's one of my teammates and he, they're they're both great people man they both work very hard and yeah they're, they're they're both uh fantastic competitors
1: do you know how lucky you guys are with wkc yeah wkc yeah with master john mm-hmm. M- mike master mike bernardo yeah and that people that put that together.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. When you're
1: talking about guys from England and from the States and then and you see the up and coming and they're young guys. I yeah, assume. absolutely.
0: You yeah, I think Bailey's 20 and Elias is 21, maybe 22. And they're just young. And, yeah, they're hungry, man. And, yeah, it's awesome to watch them compete.
1: Now, we spoke about when you retire what's your next goal is to be one of the best coaches
0: yeah absolutely yeah absolutely and just yeah just coach and help the next generation and yeah see where what i can do with a crop of people you know i'm curious about that man
1: well that is good now i'm going to ask you a couple of little questions sure when where do you see your sport in 10 20 years from now oh that's tough
0: man That that's tough because you never really know um hopefully um i know it's part of the world combat games in a couple years and stuff like that and just yeah i i just want to see it just um get more notoriety just be a little bit more popular and kind of yeah like people don't realize how how good these guys are you know what i mean how good some of the competitors really are and i just i hope it's just uh some way knocks through the door and just gets eyes on it you know just more people get to see it and just stuff like that just it it's tough just um yeah just tough getting it out there and stuff like that like it, it's kind of sad to see like hot dog eating contests on tv and like yeah. not a lot of kickboxing not a lot of karate and just kind of like nonsense on those espn channels and tsn you see like they're all hot dog eating competition and you just like it's disgusting to watch. You it know, is, just people is. stuff like 20 hot dogs in their mouth in like 10 <laughs> seconds. Like, I don't want to watch that nonsense. I want to see athletes it's, on a space. It's more channel, than you disgusting, know? you know. Yeah.
1: But but I'll tell you, somebody, somebody is gonna pop out one day, break away from the pack, and come in with something different, something yeah. new as an approach. Yeah. Because uh if I look back in my day when I used to dream and I was a young teenager, to be the best of the best, I wouldn't even, in my dream, be as good as you. You oh. know what I mean? <laughs> and you guys have surpassed that. But somebody's going to come in, on, hopefully, on the promotion, the business yeah, side, absolutely. marketing yeah. side. You know? You, you, you know, you look at, uh, at John Duvris and Mike Bernardo, they they are geniuses and extremely good leaders yeah, in what yes, they sir. do. Yeah. Okay? And... They chose that path, which is the, the the competition side, and they put the world together. Yeah, and they've done some great things. Absolutely, somebody's going to come up from that experience, add that with the magic that you produce somewhere, and something's going to happen. I both.
0: I hope so, man. Like there's such great athletes, man, and like and it's sad to see some of like our athletes go to MMA and stuff like that because. Yeah. They, that's the money the money the yeah they get the publicity and yeah. stuff like that and just like I just wish like it could be for us you know what I mean and like because we have some talented individuals in our sport man that can do some amazing stuff and just amazing athletes and it's just yeah I just, just wish it know, got more publicity yeah
1: the money they make like you look at any sport the big money is at the top yeah of course the like other any one, sport yeah yeah much. of course yeah but I think that there is a chance that, like, I, I would never want to see sparring die. Yeah, no, Kata, absolutely not. Yeah, Kabuda never. Weapons, you know? Absolutely uh, not. I, because it's there. Like, I look at kickboxing, MMA took that over. Yeah, which is okay. Yeah, I think it was a step from no contact fighting, semi-contact kickboxing. Yeah, it's MMA, m- yeah, absolutely, right? yeah. And but everybody gets a shot. And everybody gets a time in their lifetime. Yeah, you, where sparring is today, because of you and because of athletes like you that have made this possible. Right. So somebody else going to come up, hopefully on the promotion side, mm-hmm. and make it happen.
0: That's a cool thought process. I never really thought of it like that, actually. But that's really cool. Yeah.
1: And I hope you're there because nah. <laughs> you deserve for the next step in your life to happen I I
0: would just yeah I would just I'd love to have my my students or somebody that I trained to have that opportunity that I never had and that's totally fine with me man I'm not one of those people that are gonna have to live through somebody else you know like I'm 110% satisfied with my career I've done a lot of great things I've, I've accomplished. A lot of the things that I've wanted to accomplish, and uh, I'm happy with what I've been able to do. And um, I just hope the next person coming up and at Dooris and that I get to be fortunate enough to be their instructor and their trainer, trainer man. And yeah, that they get to do some of the things that I never got to do, man.
1: That's good. Keep that dream because it's going to happen. Yeah, You yes, sir. are in charge <laughs> of your destiny. So, in closing, I'm going to ask some questions and some of them is just one word bing bang bing yeah. bang and then we go from there okay you have an opportunity to have dinner with anybody you want dead or alive who do you pick
0: dead or alive probably Muhammad Ali
1: oh good choice yeah that would be a, that would be a fun one yeah it would be great yeah 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 and, and he rocked his world <laughs> yeah
0: I would, I would love to speak with him and okay. have a chance
1: best food best
0: food Mexican food okay
1: beverage best beverage beverage i like water you know what i drink a, i drink about three four liters a oh day, yeah I drink and i so don't much. Yeah. and i don't sweat like there's you
0: know. there's nothing like an ice cold glass of water there's nothing yeah. more refreshing
1: yeah i take a glass at home like a beer glass about yeah 10, I just a big ounces. old mug. yeah throw some ice in the. oh it's
0: my favorite yeah <laughs> ice cold water
1: other sports which is aside not martial arts give me another sport you like
0: that i like to play or that i like to watch about to watch first to watch football
1: how about to play
0: to play i like playing soccer or volleyball
1: okay okay good sport right perfect for your generation no. you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. music
0: music what? i like reggae music reggae yeah i like okay. reggae a lot
1: yeah okay that is good now, you've traveled a lot. You've been around the world. You've done a lot of beautiful things. You've visited many different cities. Which one of those is your favorite?
0: My favorite city. Ooh. Um, I really I really like Rome. Rome is absolutely beautiful. Um, I really like Germany, too. Germany was one of my favorite places. I just like the people. I like the culture. Um Yeah, either Germany or Italy. Those two places are kind of my favorites, yeah.
1: You know, for me, being French-Canadian, France for many, many years was my country of choice outside of Canada to visit. But Italy. Italy's gorgeous.
0: Yeah, Italy's just incredible.
1: Yeah. So, what was the breakthrough? What made Robbie Lavoie break away from the pack, become a world champion, and stay there?
0: I have no idea. <laughs> I, I actually have no idea, man. <laughs> I just, I'll, I'll be honest, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just, probably just, uh, my dedication and my hard work, man. I just, I'm super yeah. competitive. I hate to lose. Um, I hate, hate losing. And, it, it, it's funny because like yeah probably my competitive competitiveness and the fact that I hate losing so much I don't even like losing a monopoly on Christmas yeah. with my family you know <laughs> I'll I'm like I'll get super frustrated I'll try to win at that I'll try to win at like anything you know and it's just just my hate of losing just made me work super hard and just yeah, I guess I guess that would be it. But besides that, man, I don't <laughs> but know. But that's
1: good. Yeah. I gotta tell you two story about hating to lose. Yeah, Guy Malet, who was Jean-Yves Theriot's coach, <clears throat> he would say he was the same, and he'd say to me, "Show me a good loser, and I'll show you a loser." Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah he's still a loser, just, right?
0: Yeah, I just I hate it, man. I just hate losing it every asset i hate it
1: (laughs) i have a grand i have six grandkids i have a granddaughter just turned 11 she's a baseball phenom yeah she plays with the boys that's awesome excellent that's so cool she was four years old and i said ashlyn always remember whatever you play play to win yeah never play to lose play to win and if you don't win play again to win <laughs> so the next day we play cards yeah. we play war yeah bomb bomb and I win yeah She takes the deck she's four years old she says play again papi <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that's so cool she got my message yeah. but you know and she's very competitive <laughs> so my friend is there anything else you'd like to add no,
0: thank you for having me I really appreciate it this was a lot of fun
1: well you know what I enjoyed it and on behalf of all the up-and-comers on behalf of all the dinosaurs like me, <laughs> thank you for all you've done, oh, all pleasure. you've contributed to martial arts. Thank you. And uh, Duvris Martial Arts gave you a lot, and Robbie Lavoie is giving it back a lot and <laughs> passing it forward. Thank Wishing you. Wishing you the very thank best. Thank you, sir. Thank I want you, to Robbie. check the winning in uh, Florida next yeah, week.
0: Yeah, yes, sir. Looking forward to all it. Right.